Hey everyone! You're finally listening to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two gal pals read romance novels and gush over them from a sex-positive, feminist, lady-love perspective. Well, usually. Today we're switching that up a little. Let's start off by giving some love to one of our amazing patrons. Crystal T, you are a splinter cat, a ferocious feline legend of the Pacific Northwest that has incredible speed, can fly, and has an uncrackable skull. You basically fly at top speed into trees to knock raccoons and bees out so that you can nom on raccoon meat and honey. There's a bad rumor that splinter cats are mean and very moody. Lumberjacks are advised to never approach a splinter cat in a bad mood and leave gifts of food when in doubt. It's not the best reputation we know, but hey, Men leave you alone except to give you free food? If you don't want that gig, we'll take it. I have to say, y'all are really showing up for this Patreon fundraiser. In case you haven't heard, we're doubling all new and increased pledges for the months of June and July and donating them to the Yellowhammer Fund. Our donation is up to a whopping $1,160. I can't even, I'm so excited. (laughs) Thank you so much to each and every one of you for supporting us, for supporting our Southern sisters, and for generally showing up. We want to work even harder to deserve your generosity. And when things get hard, this amazing community is what keeps me motivated personally. I'm just floored. Okay, For reasons we'll explain in the episode, we've got something a little different for you today. Erin and I watched a little Netflix gem called Always Be My Maybe, and we tell you all about it. Here we go. Here I am ready to go. Somebody double do da da. (laughs) Please keep that. Okay. Hi, Erin! <laughs> Hello, Melody! My trebuchets wow. are calibrated. <laughs> yeah, oh, gosh. you toggled the toggle to the correct toggle. We had a false start, and then Melody was like, yeah, did you turn off your trebuchet? I'm like, that's not. <laughs> How's your echoes doing, Erin? Yeah, my echoes are low. I'm, I'm here in the <laughs> studio with Rooster. You may hear her sniffing loudly. Rooster, uh, she's the a dog! Geriatric dog, yeah. Oh, if only I had been able to meet her. I'm so upset. I, w- I went all the way to Alaska and I didn't get to meet the infamous rooster. She was hanging out with her friend Rev at PetSmart. She has yeah. one friend at PetSmart. Whenever a goat gets her paw grass report, it's always like, goat hung out with these 16 dogs was the life of the party. You probably saw her on her Instagram this week. And then it's like, uh, rooster sniffed around a dog named Rev. That's it. She's got one friend. And it doesn't even indicate that Rev reciprocated ever. <laughs> She's a lady of discerning tastes. She is. She is. Well, yes. she burned a few bridges after. Uh, sorry, that was her shaking. That's okay. She burned a few bridges after she was exposed as a, a fake psychic. Uh, you know what? Sometimes you just got to be a medium dog. And not a dog medium. <laughs> yeah. Everybody expects you to be a dog medium. And then where are you at? Yeah, Honestly. I don't remember if that was a Patreon or a real episode. But, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> It was a callback. Yeah. So what's Aaron, up? How was your trip back to New York City from Aaron. my Alaskan wedding? Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Can I melody, just say? Melody, Melody, Melody. 
first of all, yes, I am a changed woman. My perspectives <coughs> are totally different. On Anchorage is fucking rad. Yeah, it's a Anchorage great place. Anchorage is rad. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I think I would rather eat a puppy than go there in the wintertime. Yeah, but didn't you say you'd rather <laughs> eat a puppy than come here at all ever? No, I feel like no. You know, the winter is great here. It's great. It's when all the good stuff happens. I hear that, except I just don't think there's a coat big enough for me. You know what I'm saying? I just think I would have to be a bubble lady. It's not even that cold here. <laughs> it's like the same temperature as New York. Yeah, you say that out loud. I do. Anyway, it's just, it's just more snow. Listen, I am a changed woman. Yes. Alaska rules. Just all of the... Fr- now, don't get me wrong. The Arctic is still the second scariest place. Nope. The, probably the first scariest place I can think of. Really? Yes. The Arctic and open space. Those two places terrify me. space terrify scares me. you less than the Arctic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Open space. Yeah, because I'm... I'm there's a point zero 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 one percent chance i would be in open space but the arctic i i could just stumble upon you know what i'm saying you came here willingly last week in the summer is what i know (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you and melody like melody or i'm sorry you are melody you (laughs) and tanya tanya showed up at the rehearsal dinner like mm-hmm. literally quaking. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. I was like, how are you? And she was like, the road was scary. The mountain is scary. The field is scary. And I was like, you know, it was at this like uh, conservation center. And I was like, there's a lynx over there. Do you want to go see it? And she's like, fuck you. I want to see a lynx. I want to see a fucking lynx. Oh, my so God. I'm going to stay inside this building where the yep. food is. And okay. that's it. I did get Tani to venture out into the wildlife looky-loo place. Um, uh-huh. Because I, I had to track down that bear. I had a yes. responsibility to the listener to track down that bear and post photos in the cult. And, and so you did. Oh, oh, boy, did I. I got my drunk ass out there because let's review. Mama was pumping oh and dumping. Oh, so you guys, drunk. You guys, Melody, I was the belle of the ball. <laughs> Melody named a signature cocktail I did not after name herself. I did not do at that. At the rehearsal dinner. I did not do that. And then that. everybody started ordering the Melody. <laughs> it was like the most Melody thing in the world that the signature cocktail of Aaron's rehearsal dinner becomes the Melody. I did and it's not It's bright do- and crisp and fresh and ready for summer. I hate it. I. I hate you, which is the new way of saying I hate you is what the kids are saying. I did not do that. I do. Did not do that. I ordered a drink from the bartender. No, you know what? You did something that was even more (laughs) Melody. What you did was you charmed the bartenders into naming a signature cocktail after you. That's even more Melody than what I said. Yes. I can't help that your guest tried my drink and decided to go order the Melody by name. I can't help that, Aaron. <laughs> Those caterers were classic. One, so we were doing the rehearsal outside before yeah. like the people arrived for the dinner. And I came back in um, to run our like silk ties back inside so they didn't mm-hmm. blow away in the wind. And I put them on my chair. And I overheard the caterers being like, this isn't a wedding. I thought this was a wedding. What <laughs> is this? Which I think is hilarious that they thought that they were catering a wedding. And then later, I made a comment about grizzly bears, and one of the caterers, like, followed me around, like, literally followed me around, because I kept being like, 
um, that was nice. <laughs> Done talking and like leaving the conversation and he'd follow me, telling me the difference between brown bears and grizzly bears until I was like, I live here and this is my rehearsal dinner dinner for my wedding. <laughs> a, don't mansplain to hit on someone. B, it's my fucking wedding. Go yeah. away. Psycho yeah. stripper? Yeah. Sorry. Psycho no, stripper. he was a caterer. Well, anyway, all right. Man, also, I don't know if you know about this, but everything in the rehearsal dinner had butter in it, which I'm so glad I asked. And so I charmed a caterer into going to get me roughly 12 of those delicious turkey arugula tiny sandwiches. (laughs) Oh, I didn't have any turkey arugula sandwiches. Oh, boy. I just kept on going up to him and I'd like tap him on the shoulder and he'd turn around and like give me a one second hand signal and then go back and steal more tiny sandwiches for me. It was amazing. (laughs) I had like 16 of those tiny crab cakes. Did you have any tiny crab cakes? I didn't. No. Oh, they were good. They yeah. They were good. They had yeah. like a tompanade. Is that a thing? Ooh, a tompanade. There was a thing on top oh. of it. I don't know what it was. Anyway, it was delicious crab <laughs> Maybe cake. Maybe it was an aioli? Question mark? No, I don't think it was an aioli. It was like it had little chunks. It had some chunks. Mm, that does sound like a tompanade. Yeah. I don't okay, know. Okay. Anyway, regardless, you guys. Yeah. So I went to go find Saw the grizzly bear. bear. That's right. Yeah. And then as we were walking back, I realized that Tanya is not in my immediate vicinity. Actually, grizzly bears are more in the interior of the state. You're going to find more brown bears down here. They're larger because they eat more salmons. Get the fuck away from me, caterer. Yeah, they they sushi... um, They 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 sushi conveyor belt The sushi conveyor belt. Ah. Ah. Anyway, so I see that Tanya is not in my immediate vicinity. And I am... immediately raise the red flag i'm like everybody stop we have to find tanya if she if i leave her alone in nature she will never forgive me i might be dead in the morning true so before i run all the way back because i'm fixing to run all the way back to those bears cole's like why don't you check ahead of us and i was like ah cole guy with the ideas sure yeah i'll check ahead of Uh us i look over i can just see her see her off in the distance getting more drinks I can't even. I was about to call the National Guard. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> you never the call FBI. the right agency. I'm sorry. No. The FBI. Melody, Aaron. Melody, Melody. The police. You just call the police. Stop making it like state and federal level. Just call the regular police. Hmm. Well, hmm. you know, I just feel like my friends are more important than that. You know what I'm saying? It's just a different jurisdiction. It's not a level of importance. <laughs> okay. So anyway. Aaron had the most beautiful wedding. Oh, my gosh. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was an awesome wedding. Definitely better than the wedding next door of Sean and Cedra. Am I right? Oh, man. Sean and Cedra. Get out of here. <laughs> Get what are you doing? Uh, not a seafood tower. That's not what they're doing. That's for fucking sure. David and I fucking low crawled into that reception to see if they had a seafood tower. And the answer was <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry, guys. On the cult, there are also photos of me with a chair pulled up to the carving station and uh, right up at the seafood tower. She did do that. Yep. Very inconspicuously, I will will add. They call that a tower, but it was a lot flatter than I would. You know, it was more of an ice dish, but it was was a never-ending ice dish. Platter of ice with various crabs and uh, oysters and shrimps. I tried yeah. to like, since we were the first through the line, I tried to like stack some shrimps on top of each other uh-huh. so that people wouldn't be like, this is the tower, you know, but I don't know if it worked. Mm. It was definitely a seafood area. 
Um, it was a never-ending seafood platter, which like yeah. I'm good with. That's what they should call it. Maybe it sounded yeah. too, you know, village in or something. I don't know, but mm, it certainly maybe. was not. It didn't have the height. It didn't have the height that I wanted and expected <laughs> from a tower. Fair. Anyway, okay. So you were goddamn radiant. Thank you. And I'm so glad that what has befallen you this week did not befall you. Last oh week. my god, you guys. You There's guys. a wildfire in Alaska. You probably haven't heard of it. It's a natural disaster, but since it happened in Alaska, no one cares or knows. We don't care. It's a wildfire fire that's like the size of Texas or whatever. Oh, don't Jesus. worry. You don't know about it. You haven't heard of it. And it's causing smoke to a level in Anchorage that my face swelled up to like a balloon fish. It was incredible. Eczema. Um... I looked like a monster. Like somewhere across town, Gaston was like, show me the beast. And like people were coming with pitchforks to like, come get me. It was, I mean, I say like it's the past tense, but I'm still enduring it. It was like one of the more painful experiences I've ever had. It was horrible. And you guys, Erin injures herself all the time. All the time. I have weird illnesses all the time. Like, and the thing was, so it's real thick out there. Like David keeps... So I'm locked in my bedroom with three air filters running full blast and an air conditioner with the door shut for like three yeah. days. David's venturing out. He's like, oh, it's real smoky out there. And I'm like, yeah, it's Aww. clear. So last night um, we were invited to a barbecue at our friend's place and I didn't go because I still look like a monster. And I was well, like, and you didn't want it to get worse. That's true, too. But I was also like, I have to get out. And I'm like, can we just go to a movie? And he's like, fine. So he like smuggles me into a movie theater even <laughs> with my face like like it was and i look around and melody i'm the only one like everybody else looks so normal why why me why did i have a severe allergic reaction to a wildfire that no one else had why me i feel so terrible you're a special unicorn of wonder, Aaron. And like, sometimes that has on face masks. It's not okay. <laughs> I can't see anything. Every morning I wake up and my eyes are caked shut with snot. It's horrible. <laughs> the dogs don't even recognize me. They're like, Whoa. they won't even come <laughs> sit on my lap. So all of so, this is to say, everyone, I we didn't could read not it. read a book this week. I didn't we read not. it. Aaron couldn't read. A lot I of times her it. eyes were like shut. <laughs> Because she's in so much pain. With mucus. Yeah. You guys. (laughs) And then David's finally like, you know, no one else is sick like this. Like, maybe it's not the, maybe it's not the wildfire. Maybe you just got pink eye in the same, both eyes at the same time. I'm like, how (laughs) dare you suggest that I got poop in both of my eyes? (laughs) Yeah. Unless you need to tell me something, David. What have you been doing to my pillows? You poop in my eyes? (laughs) You poop in my eyes? Yeah. It's not a funny prank. (laughs) Not a funny prank. No. (sighs) Anyway, so that's my life. Sorry. So in lieu of a book, we're doing Always Be My Maybe because it's the best thing to happen to uh, like everyone all year, I think. And I already had notes on it because we were going to do it for Patreon. So yeah. Now for Patreon, we're going to do Psycho Stripper. (gasps) An incredible Lifetime movie that I am so excited to recap for you for patreon so buckle up strap on and strap in everyone and you can get it on youtube so yeah all right so we did always be my maybe it's a rom-com that's available on netflix that you can all watch and unlike the last rom-com netflix episode we did about the wedding planner this movie is a good movie oh boy is it so good oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. So do we, do we need to say anything by way of introduction before we just get into it? Listen, always be my baby. Is this excellent? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's this excellent Netflix only, only business with Allie Fuck. Wong? Allie. With Allie Wong and Randall Park and Keanu Reeves, <laughs> the one true Chris playing himself. But Keanu Reeves <laughs> cannot be the one true Chris. I'm sorry. He's the one true Chris. I can't help it. It's just true. It's gospel. It's fact. Just, I don't you know what to just pick you. handsome men that aren't named Chris to be the one true Chris. <laughs> He's the only Keanu. Well, I will say, hold on, real quick, real quick segue. Um, I do think that I have found the perfect uh, replacement for Chris Pratt because he's canceled. Do you want to know who it is? Chris Maloney. Chris Maloney. Chris Maloney. <gasps> Chris Maloney. Chris Maloney. It's Chris Maloney. Yeah. I, guys, if you have not I'm listened obsessed. to the most recent Red All Over, well, I don't know if it'll be the most recent when this comes out, but like the one about sure, the sure. episode Holmes. Where Chris Maloney dead, starts. Household. No, uh, there you household. go. Household. They talk about how thirsty they are for Chris Maloney for like 20 minutes, and it's hilarious. I've it's never one of felt the funniest things. Oh, it's so good. I love him. Mm-hmm. Molly Sanchez just, I feel like she plucked thoughts out of my brain and said them out loud. It was awesome. <laughs> anyway, Chris Maloney is the fourth Chris in the in the one true Chris thing. And now, frankly, I'm even more confused. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. However... Keanu Reeves, apparently not in the one true Chris running, even though, let's be a real listener, between <laughs> that's what's happening. He is having an, uh, <laughs> a keanu in a way right now. It's like a renaissance, but with Keanu, kind of like the McConaissance. In my pants. Yes. What? Remember the McConaissance when Matthew McConaughey became cool again? This yeah, is, that didn't happen to my pants, though. Yeah, this is the keanu <laughs> and it clearly is happening in your pants. That's right. All right. Okay. So, this is a second chance romance, everybody. It's a second chance romance between <laughs> two <laughs> uh-huh. childhood friends. And that's how the credits open up. It opens up, right? No. <laughs> I don't know what you're about to say. <laughs> Just say the thing. If you're wrong, I'll correct you. Okay. What well, In my brain, they do a bunch of pictures of little kids. Yeah. But I think that they do the scene first where they introduce themselves. And, like, she shuts the door in his face. Yes. Yes, I believe so. Okay, so they're like two adorable little kids. You've got a little kid, Sasha, and she comes home and the house is empty and there's a note that says, "My, your parents aren't coming home tonight. They got to work at the store. You should make yourself food and then not watch TV. So yeah. she turns on the TV, starts eating some spam. She cuts up her spam. And then Marcus, her BFF oh, from man, next yeah. door, comes over and is like, hey, my mom made a lot of soup. This is like such so a, much soup. This is such a relatable problem. <laughs> My mom made way too much soup. And if we don't eat mm-hmm. the soup tonight, I've got to take the soup to school in my lunch. And I don't want to be the kid who has soup at school yeah. in my lunch. And I can really relate That's right. to that. Because then I'm the soup kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so she's like, no, I don't want to come eat your soup. And then she slams the door in his face. And then he like thinks it's real. And she's like, I was joking. You're my best friend. I would never slam a door in your face. And they're like, ha ha ha. And then they skip away hand in hand to his house to eat the soup. But I really thought that's that so was going to come back in the movie. Like I thought like later when they were adults and they were in a big fight in their relationship, maybe she she'd slam the, slam the door in his, door face, in his face. And then he would think it was a joke and then it wasn't a joke. Wouldn't that have been <gasps> devastating? Oh, oh, Where were Aaron. you on that writers? 
oh, I'm grabbing my boobs. I Allie know. I wrote this it down. I don't I was want like, you to cover I her. said later she's going to slam the door in his face and she's going to mean it. And that's going to be like the end of their relationship before they get back together for the last big gesture time. But it wasn't. Can I tell you something about what? this? Hmm. I'm forgiving them because Ali Wong wrote this with her childhood best friend who was also a dude. Yeah, I don't. That's fine. But this is how, how it should have been written. Wonderful. I wrote it better just now. No, you can't come for Queen Ali Wong. You can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I want to say another thing that's you. wrong with this little scene is it includes my oh, least no! favorite thing. I just uh, listen. I love what? this movie. It includes my worst favorite thing <laughs> or my least favorite thing to see on a TV. Scissors. And that is a doorbell. Oh, stop putting motherfucking doorbells in your shows and your movies because every time a doorbell rings on the television all the dogs bark forever oh my god it's the fucking worst it's in commercials it's in tv shows just make it sound softer or something or like less like have somebody knock what happened to knocking (sighs) i do not have this 10 seconds this is and i was like oh this is going to be something with doorbells this is the worst (laughs) Anyway, so she goes over and they have dinner at his parents' house. His parents are very sweet. And her mom, mom, like, takes her under her wing and she's like, come here, little duckling. That's what I meant. Mm -hmm. She's, like, teaching her how to cook in traditionally Korean styles. And she's, like, telling her inside things like, um, like, we Koreans always use scissors to cut everything. And it's, like, Mm -hmm. this really cute joke. And she makes her feel really welcome by being like, are you sure you're not Korean? You're so good at that. Mm -hmm. I just... Oh my gosh. Marcus is Korean. So I'm not sure what her nationality is. Do they ever say? Chinese. She's Chinese. I did I didn't catch it. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. she starts using scissors and she's like, Look, you're Korean. It's great. It's really cute. Ah, it's so cute. And then he's like, Hey dad, can I have some money? I wanna I think that Sasha and I should go out tonight because it's Friday night and like says, we're go best out on friends. the town. What kind of ten year old or whatever says something like that? Ah, the best and most dapper. And then it becomes the best montage. We got we get oh, all the yeah. pictures flying by of them as kids doing all their fun stuff as kids and then tweens and then teenagers. And we get like oh. their whole friendship. And then it culminates with them being like uh, 18 and they're fishing. Yeah. And they're talking about <gasps> how to fish. And then Marcus's dad and comes up strikes. and he's like, your mom's dead. And it's bad. Ah! The matriarch has died yes and so, so then they do cut the to the funeral there is this moment Oof. of like oh yeah the poor old dad you know how i feel about poor old men in movies i can't oh god i know Ugh. they're so lost if anything happens to like a lost old sad man who's lonely oh my god so no old sad dad listen they're not the same without their one true mate you know he's trying to make coffee oh. for the freaking funeral yeah, because when somebody dies, you still have to work for everyone. Yeah, and oh. he doesn't know where the coffee filters are because she always made the coffee, and he gets really sad, and it's very sad, you guys. And then, and then Marcus opens up the exact cabinet that he was just in because through his grief goggles, he couldn't see the oh. thing that was right in front of his face, and it was so identified. Like I identified with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it was just gorgeous and and subtle and yet really powerful. Mm-hmm. Oh. So when she's like, she goes into his room after the wake or whatever, or maybe it's a couple of days later. I don't know. And she's like, hey, let's go out. We're going out. And I think it's that night. I think so, too. And they go to, in his car. He's got this shitty Corolla. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's already shitty yep. in 2003 when this takes place. 
Yeah. And then they're hanging out in the Corolla and then they just start like. She's hilarious. No, she's hilariously singing D'Angelo. Yeah. But she doesn't know the words. Uh huh. And it's really Girl cute to everyone. Oh, and you can see his like baby. you can see like the the creases <laughs> this thigh crease v you know what i'm talking about the v you don't remember this video are you fucking kidding me i don't think i've ever seen this video are you joking what? right now <laughs> do you have a media no. by which to watch this on right now yeah cut d'angelo <laughs> how does it feel hard cut okay god okay. Celine dion and now this <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I already like it. Yeah, that's all it is. Okay. 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 Um anyway. Okay. So yeah, so they're sitting there, she's hilariously miss singing the words, and he laughs about it, and she's like, It's really good to see you laugh again. Yeah. And then you guys pause, look into each other's eyes for a minute, and snarf. then she goes for it. Snarf. And she kisses him. Snarf. And he snarf. Yeah. It's like a big snarf yeah. moment. Yeah. And he pulls back because he's very, he's very startled. Right. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh my God, Marcus, I'm so, 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 so sorry. I can't believe I did that. And as she's apologizing to him, he pauses and Snarfs then he grabs back. her, snarfs, snarfs her right her. back. Snarf, and then they snarf uh, in the uh, backseat. Snarf, snarf, snarf. And then they snarf as they're getting to the backseat. Yeah. Frankly, it was impressive. Yeah. And then they do it in the backseat of that Corolla. Did you clock her tights underneath her shorts. I don't even know how they did it in the backseat of that Corolla. Mean, you took them off. Like, that's they incredible. Took them off. Two layers like that plus underwear. That's well, one just layer was feat. overalls. There's like no room back there. I don't know. I, I one layer was overalls, and you're saying that's easier. Well, then you don't have to deal with like a shirt situation. I don't know. Don't you have a shirt under overalls? Yeah, I don't know why I said it was easier. It just seems <laughs> like it would be because it's like one thing that covers two parts. I don't know why I said it. <laughs> anyway, the point is, they're back there. They've had the sex. And it's awkward and weird. And it's awkward. And Sasha says, Marcus, yeah. your car smells like Parmesan. And he's like, yeah, it's because I have some Parmesan in the glove compartment. Which I think is my favorite line in the movie. Just like the way he's like, yeah, um, it's because yeah, I have a lot of Parmesan. Parmesan. Love compartment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's so good. So then they go to Burger King. Yes. And things go sideways real fast. Yes. They're both feeling weird about it. Then they're both trying to call the other one out about being weird about it. It's not working out very well. Right. And then she's like, you're not allowed to be a dick just because your mom died. And he's like, and I think she says something to the effect of like, she was really important to me too. Like I lost someone too. Right. 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 And right. he's like, you have parents. Yeah. He's like, she's my mom. Like, you don't have to, like, make this right. about you sort of thing. Anyway, they just get in the big fight. Right. They storm off. Yeah, she storms off. And then they don't speak again for 16 years. Yes. Fast forward. 16 years. It is 2019, baby. <laughs> it is now. She is opening a restaurant. She's on a red carpet. She has a sexy, hot, older boyfriend who's very sexy man oh brandon Choi. yes yeah very hot sexy man very sexy yeah when she did an ellen interview mm -hmm. they pull up a still of her kissing um daniel day kim who plays brandon Choi. sexy and man. she's like you see that up there that is a grown woman experiencing joy yes google the interview it was excellent <laughs> it's very funny um yeah we meet her bff veronica 
who is an extremely yeah. pregnant lesbian, pulls some yes. water out from between her thighs for her friend to drink. That's how you know they're best friends. And then Sasha says she's not drinking any water because she put on her spanks backwards and the holes in the wrong spot, <laughs> which is also an indicator that they are best friends. That's right. No, and then uh, my other favorite part of this is that she goes, did you pull that water out of your thigh gap? And she goes, thank you for calling it a gap. <laughs> right. I have also never felt more seen. So good. Why do you think so, for this scene, I wrote the note, red carpet, etc.? Well, because that's what they were doing. She and Brandon were doing the red carpet together. Oh, red carpet. Like, as, like I was thinking, Beyonce's. like, uh, yep, that makes more, some more sense. Yeah. And then yeah. um, they ride home in the car and it's clear that they mm-hmm. are not compatible at all because she's like talking to him and he's just going, uh-huh, uh-huh. They're PR mm. couple, right? But she thinks it's actually real. Yeah, and I really like this this transition though because she looks at him and she's like, "Ugh, like if we're not going to talk, I'm going to put on some music, okay?" And he goes, "Mmm," again. Hmm. So she puts on music, and then that is the music in the next scene that he's listening to in his shitty childhood bedroom, meaning Marcus, really who's smoking pot in yes. his childhood bedroom, and then his dad comes in and they do a hilarious <laughs> dance off together. It's great. <laughs> His dad comes in and he's like, what are you doing in that mirror? And he goes, I'm I'm dancing in the mirror. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I challenge you to a dance off. It's the best. They have an adorable relationship. They do. Then Sasha talks to a hot older boyfriend who wants to postpone the wedding. She's trying to do wedding planning. And he's <gasps> like, let's postpone it because let's like be apart together. I want to travel the world. I want to go to India. Um. So she says, OK, but she's pretty upset about it so much. Yes. Yeah, wait. Real quick, I have to do a quick detail here because in the <laughs> in the um that scene, she's like, what do you think about black roses? And he's like, mm. and she's like, yeah, I'm going to do for black flowers what I did for fish sauce ice cream. I'm sure that if anybody could make it work, it was Sasha. But I was just like full body shudder. I you can know what see I mean? fish sauce ice cream. Did you know that Martha Washington, this is going to be a, oh boy. what we call a, what do you call it? What, what do you call it when we go a off tangent? a tangent? Are you ready for a long <laughs> tangent about Martha Washington, everyone? It's fine. <laughs> yes. Teach me things. <laughs> so I was at Mount Vernon and there's a place where with Kate, there's a place where they had have like ice cream where they put the ice cream at Mount Vernon because Martha Washington was really into this new thing called ice cream. And she was specifically into oyster ice cream. Oh, yeah. And no, then Martha. like a little while later, we were at Monticello, I think, and they were talking about James Madison. Or maybe we were somewhere that I, I am. I'm aware. Don't at me about Monticello being a Thomas Jefferson place, but they were talking about James Madison or maybe we were somewhere else. I don't remember. But they were talking about Dolly Madison and how she was the first first lady to bring ice cream to the White House and how she was obsessed with oyster ice cream. And I raised my hand and told the tour guide that only last week I was at Mount Vernon and they said that Martha Washington was the first first lady, period, but also that she had ice cream there. So Dolly Madison could not have been the first person to bring in ice cream and that she was obsessed with oyster ice cream. And that tour guide was like, who told you that? And I was like, the tour guide at Mount Vernon. And they're like, no, what's their name? Like, they were pissed. Like, the Dolly Madison people were, like, pissed about the Marshall, Martha Washington people. Oh, and, like, no. I started some shit. You don't want to get into history turf war. No, not in D.C. No, especially. That's where all of it is. No. That's where all the history is. That's, that's, Listen, that's where all of it is. But here's the point. Sure. Oyster ice cream was all that's the rage true, in 1770 and 80, whatever, whatever. 
So Oof, I don't know. I don't man. see why fish sauce ice cream couldn't be all the rage today. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I think Sasha could pull it off. I'm just saying I have fish sauce in my house and I just don't see it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Okay, so she's so, real upset about this breakup. So upset that she goes and cries in the storage room yeah. um, away from everybody. This is after being like, it's great. It's great. It's so great. Right. And then she goes and has like a little meltdown. Yeah, and she's going to go to San Francisco and open up a new restaurant. She brings Veronica, who's like her assistant. And they go to San Francisco. Assistant and other high school BFF. Yes, yes. And they're going home, you guys. This is a pilgrimage home. Right. They talk about seeing that albino alligator in San Francisco, which apparently they have. They have one in New Orleans, too. Albino alligator. Ah. Um, so anyway, <laughs> she is renting a house. And then all of a sudden, who rings the doorbell? But childhood BFF. <gasps> Mr. Kim. Marcus and his dad. Well, mostly his dad to start off with. And yeah. um, they're going to do the heating then- and air conditioning for the house because that's what they do. Also, really, really good question that Marcus asked that's never, ever answered hmm. is, if you're renting, why are you rehauling the entire heating and AC? You don't know the like, reason without for that? the owner. No, why? Melody, Melody, Melody. Fucking Veronica set this up. That's the whole no, point. I, I understand. I I get that she did that. I just don't. I don't know why. Like the the renter would sign off on it. I don't know why the landlord would allow it. They like I don't know why didn't. Sasha would be like, yeah, Veronica just did this, this and paid for it to get <laughs> Sasha and Marcus together because she knew that Marcus would have to come over multiple times to like install uh, her air and like clean her pipes. Yo, that's what she did. Okay. Okay. For her. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. And Marcus yeah. and Veronica are talking and they're catching up and Marcus says. You removed all your piercings. And she goes, not all of them. And then they stare at each other for like 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And then as soon as Sasha comes back in the room, he is so funny. This is this is like a a 30 seconds of hilarity because he's just like, hey, Sasha, (laughs) you're here. It's now we're in the modern times. Uh And you're wow <laughs> he's just the dad's great he so directly good. asks her how much money she has now yes then he goes and gets a crumpled up flyer from the van of marcus's band and is like you need to come see their band they're so good you know like uh-huh. mr kim is pretty great mr kim is the tit yeah she says she's not coming to see the band yeah she's like i'm busy the next day marcus comes over and he's installing some stuff uh, with some forced proximity and he talks about how she's yeah. got like a different phone voice than she does in real life. It just shows us Marcus knows Sasha in a way that like he knows her, her new friends or whatever, her like rich friends, her red carpet food friends, they don't know her. Marcus no. No, knows her. Like intimately, you guys. Yeah. And also in other ways. After that, it shows them like texting with each other and like goofing off like on it's like really I cute. am. It's very cute. Well, she goes to a show. Wait, not yet. Oh. Well, okay. The next scene is kind of inconsequential. I realize we're out of time. But it's the Gooby Chairs scene. And I just oh, really yeah. liked this like little appearance by um, Casey What's-Her-Face. I can't remember her last name. Or she just like... She was in Happy Endings. Yes, where she just like talks way too much about a type of chair that she wants to put in her restaurant called Gooby Chairs. And then <laughs> like Sasha walks away and the friend is like... <laughs> She's going to have me fire you. <laughs> yeah, she really goes, I mean, she's going to fire me, isn't she? And Veronica's like, no, no she'll, she'll have, have me, me do it. Fire you. Yeah. 
Anyway. It's so good. The parents show up, Sasha's parents, even though she didn't invite them. And it's yeah, very clear that they weren't... some childhood issues. Yes. Uh, they weren't around in her childhood, and now they're trying to make up for it, and Sasha's, like, not cool with it. We find out that they hate tipping. Um, <laughs> this whole family hates tipping. It's very funny. <laughs> they're very cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly tipping, though, is the thing. Um, right. But anyway, it's important because they tell Sasha that they're having a birthday party for her niece? Nephew? Uh, a, a cousin, Like yeah, another like a kid in the family. Sort. Which yeah. is kind of like, okay, you know, they never threw her any birthday parties or anything like right. that. Right. Okay. So then she goes to the concert. She's hanging uh-huh. out alone and she's like, I may as well go to this concert. Um, his band. She brings Veronica, yeah. pregnant AF. Yeah. And his band so good. is awesome. You get like a little interlude with the band before the show where they talk about band conflicts. Oh and like one of them ordered like 3,000 tennis balls <laughs> to sell, which is really funny. <laughs> um and you can kind of they tell... They don't have any songs about tennis balls. No, not at the time. They need to write a song about <laughs> tennis balls they in do. order to market the tennis balls. They want to, like, spread out and, like, go play in other venues in San Francisco. And, like, Marcus is like, nah, we're fine here. He's like a grumpy Gus. Yeah. Yeah, but the band is so good. And she's wearing a little cute yellow hat. And they're yeah, groovy. And he sees her. Yeah. They uh, meet outside the bar. She's super into it. The one friend that's in the band checks in with Veronica, who knows her. He's like, wants to let her know that he's an ally for lesbians and thanks her for her service. (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) It's so funny. Oh, man, it's so funny. So then as they're like all talking, they're they're talking about hanging out. Mm -hmm. And this woman comes and accosts Marcus. Uh And she like grabs him and she's like babe babe you're so good and like kisses up on his face and burp 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 burp. and the friend that was like thank you for your service is like oh i suddenly have to vote and wash my hair and get a dog or something Uh like he splits because obviously this woman is terrible yeah and she's starstruck about sasha she has like crazy makeup crazy hair she's an asian woman with dreadlocks it's a lot yeah 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 later on sasha says how do you even get dreadlocks into asian hair like how does that even happen and then marcus goes i don't really understand it but i know a crochet tool is involved (laughs) (laughs) and she asks if the carpet matches the drapes anyway so good she does this thing to sasha where she's like you're a food person you have to let me cook for you it's like the pet peeve of my life never cross my mind like can i just say i thought about this today i the only relatable thing in the first 50 shades of gray book Mm -hmm. was when the mom is suddenly like oh my god christian's here oh my god i invited him over for dinner what the fuck do i cook for a billionaire right yeah 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 like that meltdown of hers was the only natural thing about that novel this is so this is so indicative of who this character is because she's so like oh, self-possessed yeah. and like just believes that she's got everything right. Like, uh-huh. But yeah, anytime anyone's like, "Oh my god, you have to do this." I hate it. I like immediately, I, I will never do whatever you tell me I have to do in that voice. "Oh my god, you have to. No, I will never do it. I don't care what it is. I don't care what you're about to say." Can I just say last night we were watching um I don't remember what we were watching. Anyway, Michael and I were talking about Always Be My Maybe mm-hmm. and he we were he was talking about Randall Park and he was like I just 
I just don't like him. There's something about him that's a little bit smarmy I didn't like him before this either. Yeah. And so I was like, I know. Mm -hmm. I really, really liked him in this role. And then I was like, I know I've seen him before somewhere else, but like, what have I seen him in? And he goes, Ant-Man. And I was like, oh, was he one of like the stoner friends in Ant-Man? He goes, no, he was the FBI agent. And I was like, oh my God, he was. I haven't seen Ant-Man. And well, it doesn't matter. The point is, Michael looked at me and looked away and then goes, you have never sounded like more of a white girl <laughs> oh my god he was <laughs> and he hated it she's <laughs> like oh no i know and then he goes you know i thought for a while you were doing that ironically but i think now you might have just embraced it <laughs> and i was like what what no i certainly <laughs> have not anyway okay so this dinner is awful. She makes like ketchup noodles with like chopped up hot dogs in them, and then they have to pretend that they like it. Vienna sausage—it's uh, really bad, but the, somehow that is oof. Yeah, but the girlfriend talks about all these like uh, civic awareness and like programs she's into, and like helping the poor and stuff. And then Sasha points out that they're eating right. off of Paula Dean plates. And and that Paula Dean's like a racist, and then the girlfriend is like, "That's why I stole them." <laughs> The butter yeah. lady, racist butter lady. <laughs> the racist butter lady was one of my favorite things. Yeah, yeah. I just like she's like, yeah, that's why I stole them. That's right. <laughs> <It's> perfect. <laughs> All right. So, um, okay, so they fuck off, and he offers her a ride home in the Corolla. In the like he still has from 1994. Things are falling off mm-hmm. of this Corolla. He needs like, a tire iron to open it. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So he takes her home and they they sort of like banter and it seems like they're going to be friends yeah. again. And it's kind of exciting uh-huh. for everyone. Yes. And then yes. he comes to... So they go to the birthday party. He shows up at the birthday party. Yeah. All right. So at the birthday party, she gets a call from hot old fiance. Yes. And he says that he wants to like... He doesn't Not say get break up, but he wants to like do different things for whatever it is it's like tantamount to break up yeah he just says i don't want to get married we're not going to get married let's not get married i think well that's what he says in the trailer but then when you see the movie he doesn't actually say that oh because i remember specifically seeing that in the trailer and then waiting for it in the movie and then that's not what happened no you're totally right in the movie he calls her and she's like oh my gosh i'm so excited he's calling me and he wants to talk about the branding for her restaurant and she's like we are in a relationship are we or are we not in a relationship right so it's basically like we're done she she screams at him she gives him the finger even though they're not facetiming um the whole party here she's saying shit left and right yeah it's so good she tells him to eat shit and die or something like that she says she tells him to get malaria and die yes oh also and the night before she saw him fo- posting all of her facebook with padma lakshmi which is really funny stupid perfect yeah, and I, padma <laughs> stupid talented beautiful padma lakshmi <laughs> yes yeah oh and his dad meets a diana ross impersonator oh right at the kid's birthday well, party because she was cheaper than beyonce <laughs> but also first he hires a diana ross impersonator and then we find out that he's a big diana ross fan and so that makes me wonder if he hired a diana ross impersonator as a date no he didn't no he that's didn't hire his dad oh okay no because- they're parents the cheap parents oh, right did. you're right you're right you're right it's a different set of parents but i just was thinking when he walks up to her and he's like i'm a huge diana ross fan i was like <laughs> <laughs> you hired her because you like her. I didn't think about it. Okay. 
So after the birthday party, they go to this Asian diner that they went growing up. It's really cute. They go to like a dumpling house. Yeah, like a, yeah they get the, all the noodles and the big bowls and all the they get free stuff because he learned he learned to speak Cantonese just so he could get better service at this one specific diner. Yeah, it's just really cute. They talk about their childhood and you know banter, banter, banter. Well, and she she rails against Brandon Choi, and he's like he's adorable about that yeah. too. So she's having like a post breakup meltdown yeah. and it's nice and you see them texting each other over the next few days like he mm-hmm. goes to his girlfriend's slam poetry thing but he's like texting her and she's like alone in her house and she's texting him then there's kind of a turning point because he goes to a spa with his dad and they're getting like beat to shit at the spa <laughs> this korean spa Aaron, what it's my happy place it's everything I ever want. If you want to make me oh the happiest clam in the ocean. We've already heard about how you got beat up by a one-eyed Turkish man and it was your favorite thing. Yeah. You take me to one of those spas where they just get you naked. They don't care about your parts and they just scrub you within an inch of your life. That is what will make me the happiest. Full body exfoliation from a stranger is one of the best <laughs> things that has ever happened to me. I <laughs> <laughs> oh god that sounds like my nightmare what uh, i don't know what you're talking about it's so good anyway so so they talk and the dad, the dad is like hey yeah she's the best you're dumb and jenny's gross right so if you could recalibrate your brain a little bit and figure out whether or not you want sasha because i think you do that would yeah. be awesome and he's all blustery about it and he's yeah. like no 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 burp burp, burp. but he convinced but him to tell the him next day. tell her how he feels yeah. So they meet the next day at the market and they say they both have big news. And then he lets her go first. And she says, I met someone and he's amazing. And I want you to come meet him tonight at this very fancy restaurant. So now he can't say the she thing that he's going to say. A hickey. Oh, yeah. She's Thank like, goodness. This is she him. said it first. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I think you should go see a doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look like you need medical Ooh. attention. That's right. Okay. So they go to this crazy fancy restaurant. He is wearing. A tux. A burgundy, roughly tuxedo, which he wore to prom. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So good. And do you want to take it from here? All of a sudden, she's like, oh, I will. You know, I will. All right. So she's like, here he comes. Here is my new love. I see him. And the clouds part, and it's a slow mo situation, and in walks the one true Chris, Keanu Reeves. Um, you know that song? Oh my god! Yes, yes. They play it in spin class all the time. Every time you go up a fucking hill, they play that song for no kind of reason. Yeah, they do. Oh, nothing gets me more motivated than that song. And in this context. That motivation had nowhere to go. <laughs> so they, she takes a picture of Marcus and his girlfriend <laughs> when they see that it's Keanu Reeves and they're all like stunned. Yeah. She's like, look at this. Look at your faces. Look at your faces when you saw that I fucked Keanu. Oh, so hilarious. Good. It's so good. Then he comes over and he's like, I miss your soul. Oh, and she's like, I miss your butt. And he's like, I miss your spirit. I miss, I miss your, your lips. The best I one your- is I miss your flesh. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best one. No. No, the best one is she says, I missed your thumbs. You're so good with your thumbs. <laughs> I missed it. I missed it's it. a callback from that movie he was in. No, what are you I talking about? it's called Siberia or something. Aaron. I don't know. This is a whole thing on the cult. This angel baby, I think it might have been Mary, grabbed a, um, 
a bunch of gifts of this sex scene in this movie that Keanu was in. And he literally, she's on top, riding him into oblivion. Uh-huh. And he licks his thumb in order to get at that clit. Rub, rub, rub. Get what movie clit. is this? Get rub, rub, rub. I think it's called Siberia. Hold on. I don't know. Hold you on. You cut hold it on. out gonna, every time you say it. the title. Are you saying Cytheria? What are you saying? <laughs> no, it's where you live. Siberia. I don't think it's called Siberia. Listen, I don't know. It is. It's called Siberia. Okay, I'll watch it. All right, <laughs> and he fine. Goes, and he licks it, and then he rub, rub, rubs right <laughs> on that clip. And it is a callback from Keanu Reeves' movie, and it's the best <laughs> okay. thing ever. Right. Ali Wong is a genius, because you know that was improvised. You know it was improvised. You know <laughs> it, Aaron. You can't oh, deny it. I want you to have several improvised. seats. So, like, uh, Marcus compliments his suit, and he's like, yeah, Tom Ford made it custom, and he's like, compliments his glasses, and he's like, they're not even real, they don't even have have lenses, my eyes are perfect. Marcus says this. Tux is from prom. That he wore to his high school prom, and Keanu's like, "Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I dropped out of high school. I just wanted to work. You know, (laughs) like everything is like perfect." Aaron, yes. Do you remember that time where you texted me and you were like, "The only thing that will make this movie more perfect is if Keanu Reeves plays himself." And then all of your dreams came true. They did. I as soon as Marcus said, "She's dating Keanu Reeves," and like slow motion, I was like, "Thank (laughs) God, this isn't like just a character. This is he's playing himself." Oh, so good. Marcus is like trying to smooch his girlfriend. Like, of course, Sasha and Keanu very like all over each other. Um, Marcus keeps trying to like smooch the dreadlocks of his girlfriend, um, and she keeps being like, "Nah, get away from me!" Like, not in front of Keanu. I have seen the perfection that is Keanu. The waiter comes and Keanu asks if they have any dishes that play with the concept of time. <laughs> and they're like, of course we do. <laughs> uh, it's a meat that you eat while listening to the sounds of the animal that it, they were from. Um, they serve. That it was. Oh, and I love that everybody at the table is just like sort of daintily eating and kind of grimacing and Keanu's crying and saying, I'm sorry. And meanwhile, mm-hmm. Sasha is just like going to town. Going cut, cut, at cut, it. Cut, cut, cut. Choo, choo, so choo. It's so quiet. And then Keanu just all of a sudden yeah. goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> so good. And nobody flinches. Oh my God. No, because it's Keanu. They serve them literal fish it's food. Keanu. And Marcus keeps being like, this is fish food. And they keep being like fish flakes. And he's like, yeah fish like, food which is fish food yeah you dudes <laughs> um keanu calls him henry multiple times <laughs> yeah <laughs> he asks about his band and uh he calls them mediocre and obscure as a compliment uh-huh as a compliment yeah. he's like the man that toils in his mediocrity <laughs> is the wisest or something and she's like listen i know how that could have sounded but like it's a compliment so oh, yeah, you could totally. not be weird about it oh god the waiter says that oh. everything on the table is edible and marcus tries to eat the napkin and they're like no not the napkins <laughs> <laughs> yeah his girlfriend looks over and he's, she's like not the napkin marcus honestly oh they, so embarrassed. Dessert is lavender flavored sugar bubbles, and I've never been more offended. <laughs> the dumb girlfriend never is like, it tastes like clouds. <laughs> <laughs> so Keanu goes out for some air. The girlfriend is like, I love air. So they leave together. I love air. And then it Marcus tastes like is clouds. like, he's a douche. This guy sucks. He's insulting me. And yeah. Sasha gets a little tip with him about how he's insulting her new boyfriend. But then is my second. He comes back. He has paid the check. This, yeah. Because it was a yep. ruse that he needed air. <laughs> this is my yep. second favorite line in the film. The second only to, <laughs> yeah, my glove box is full of Parmesan. Um, 
Marcus is like, you paid the check. You didn't even let me like try to pay it or fight you for it. And Keanu goes, the check was $6,400. It's one residual paycheck from my hit movie speed. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> from my hit movie speed. All right. So they go okay. back to Keanu's apartment. They play like a truth or truth game. It's a hotel. Oh, right. A hotel. Can you believe that? Yeah. I mean, I've been in really nice hotels for work. That is. I yikes. even have written down hotel and I still said apartment because I just couldn't wrap my brain over it. No, I can't wrap my brain on it either. Yes. They play a, a version of truth or dare called icebreaker breaker that Keanu describes as apocalyptic, apocalyptic. because of course he does. <laughs> and it, this devolves quickly. Yeah. Um. Everything the, Marcus says, every answer to every question, Keanu's like, that's disgusting. You're awful. Like They talk about their weirdest yeah. fantasies. And Marcus says Jasmine in Aladdin when she's got her midriff top on. That's right. And Keanu's like, uh, a cartoon? That's really fucked up, Marcus. <laughs> it's really fucked up. <laughs> and yeah. Sasha says, oh, they Sasha says yeah. that Marcus was her first childhood crush first crush yeah and marcus yeah. like why didn't she was you like i had a crush me? on you for 18 years yeah he's like why didn't you tell me we could have like been together and she's like i don't know why i was scared and i was a child and keanu's like oh this game is supposed to be played at a pace and you guys are slowing it down <laughs> <laughs> anyway so this finally devolves into marcus daring keanu to smash a vase over his head yeah. so he does <laughs> gash in his forehead and everything um and then he, he snaps over his head and she's like see marcus i can do it and then he yells i never cower <laughs> he's like marcus <laughs> yeah. strike me that's right i dare you to strike me and marcus is like i don't even know what that means <laughs> he's like i'm getting an energy off of you i think you want to fight me so go ahead strike punch me, me punch in the me face. in the face and then marcus does and, and then it Wait, because and the girlfriend, stupid girlfriend in the background is like, yeah, punch him. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sasha's trying to intervene. It's not working out. No. So they punch and then he punches him, I think, a second time. Yeah. Turns into a full on brawl. Then Sasha gets them away from each other and she looks at Keanu and she's like, we're leaving. You're a dick. Yeah. Um, and Keanu's like, oh, this has taken a sad, sad <laughs> turn. Let me at least call you an Uber. <laughs> It's so good. Uh, girlfriend stays to talk to Keanu. <laughs> oh, yeah. Girlfriend full on, like, breaks up in the same way that that douchey Brandon Choi, like, break up without without breaking mm -hmm. up. Yeah, She's this like, is the I'm last time we see Keanu. her. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're in the Uber having a full on crazy fight mm -hmm. where they're like calling each other out on their on their stupidity. Mm -hmm. He's like, you never stop. And she's like, don't you come at me for being um for going after things you've been standing still for 16 you years and you're like scared you're to do everything band. yeah yeah and she's like you're i love the band but you're like not even doing anything with mm -hmm. it like you're just so scared and he's like i'm not scared and then he kisses her and it's a reversal you guys he kisses her and he pulls back and he's like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and then she grabs him and you guys it's by the bow tie strings mm -hmm. because let's review he's still in his prom tux oh oh oh, oh. And then they zoom out and it's an uber pool <laughs> Keanu didn't uber even call them a pool. total uber it was an uber pool uh, so then uh, they have sex guys it is on TM they have all the and sex you guys I didn't know this but Randall Park can, can get, get it, it. 
Oh my gosh. Oh. Were they clipped to him like shirtless in the bed and they're like done having sex? And like, it's not like he's all absy or anything, but like he can get it. Oh man. No, I'm sorry. My moment was when he takes off his shirt oh. on the stairwell and you yeah. get to like see his back muscles uh-huh. and then he full on picks her up so you get to see the flex of the bicep uh-huh. and then the, the shadow on yeah. his pectoral. Like, get it he's got like a tank top on like a wife beater style and i don't know the better name for that i'm sure it's out there but you guys know what i'm talking about and he's wearing it and it looks very good on him it looks very when they clipped to pillow text that or pillow pillow texts why would they be text i like it pillow talk that really sealed it for me really sealed it he had like his arms up behind his head oh yeah. yeah good work yeah and he was just a just a delicious slab of beef there yeah you know? and they joke around Golly. and they're like we missed each other and oh it's so they're sweet. joking around about how they he punched counter reeves and she said he reminded her of home and it's very cute and then oh, it clips gosh. to her like at his it's kind of like a they're having a happy relationship it's a, it's montage. a relationship montage yeah, like she's at his show he's singing his new song about a tennis ball um she's telling <laughs> she's people there. she's like that's my boyfriend if you hit on him i'll find your social security number i'll fuck up your life it's my boyfriend <laughs> up so there it's so good it reminded me of me oh. um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. They have dinner together. She's doing the scissors like she did with his mom. Oh. She's cutting up those veggies with those scissors. It's just like, it's a real... It's just so nice. Yeah. And then after that is the birth? No. So they go to a red carpet, and he holds her purse for her. He's oh. got to wear a big coat. When he wore a tux to that fancy restaurant, she told him that famous rich people rich dress people are, like homeless yeah. people now. So he dressed like a homeless person and the guy's like, this is coats only. And then he's got to wear a big coat from a dead guy. Yeah. Um, and meanwhile, when she picked him up, she wasn't yeah. like, hey, just throw on a jacket. Like, Sasha, you're not preparing your friend very well here. You know, like oh, she wait, gets mad was, later on about it was the it birth. Was the birth I'm right? sorry. I'm sorry. I, I have my no note. notes. Just FYI, but everyone. really all that happens, Veronica has her baby and she says something about going to New York City and he didn't realize that she was going to New York City so soon. And so it kind of puts a time limit on it. Then there's this well, red carpet. And it, it was almost like going on, going to the New York City still. And she's like, yeah, I mean, we're we're boning, but like I that doesn't stop my right. life. I have a restaurant to open up. I was actually hoping you were going to come with me. Right. I think it would right, be really right. cool to be there with you. Yeah. And he's like, oh, mm, you know, and they just sort of leave it awkwardly. And she's joking about how she's going to be a long distance godmother for the baby and blah, blah, blah. And then they go to this red carpet thing. And like she gets mad at him later on um, about how, well, he gets rude about her life. And she's like, you don't have to like, like my life or whatever. You just have to realize that it's mine. And it's important. This is one of those moments where I'm like, you you should have prepared him better for your life. Right. It's really awkward to walk into this thing that you could have been like, hey, toss on a, a jacket. Doesn't matter right. which one. Toss one on. You made this really hard for him from the get go. Anyway. Yeah. But she's insulted him because on the red carpet, they asked who her date was. And she says he's just a yeah. regular guy. So he already feels a little miffed. And then when they get home. But she says that with a beaming smile. Oh, yeah. On her face. But he takes it. I will weird, say that, you know. Yes. And then he insults her food and says that Asian food wasn't meant to be served in shot glasses. It's meant to be served in a big bowl. And you're you're creating elevated Asian cuisine Mm -hmm. just to please rich white people. And he says Asian cuisine shouldn't be elevated. It should be authentic. Yeah. 
And she's like, oh, oh so now you hate my whole you. thing? You know, then it's a big thing. But yeah. if you remember when on my second time watching this, in that gooby chair scene, yeah. Casey What's-Her-Face says we were going to print the menus on rice paper. And Sasha says, rich white ladies love that. I love that. Do that. And there's a couple things throughout the thing that's like, yeah, yeah rich white people will eat that shit up. And so, like, yeah. he's not wrong. No, 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 no. And she she knows that, but she also, yeah. like, doesn't want to really admit that. And I think that's why moment. it makes her so mad. Yeah, of course. So she's like, so she's like don't, don't come, come to my to the fucking, fucking party. And then she's like, Marcus, I love you. I want to be with you. I want you to come with me to New York City. Say you'll come with me to New York City. And he won't. And she's like, and he's like, I don't want to come with you. And then they're done. Yeah. And they're over. And it's really cinematic oh, it's because she's he's on the balcony and she's over like down the hill by her car shouting up at him in like sort of a reverse. Oh, no, I'm going to lose it. Tom. Hmm. That's not right. John Cusack. Oh, OK. Moment. I was going to go she's Romeo like, and Juliet. I'm laying my heart on the line yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. That, oh. that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. So- so they break yeah, up. Yeah, they break hardcore. up. Long story short here, there's like a whole decline for Marcus where he... Oh, yeah. He finds Oof. his dad making out with Diana Ross, the impersonator from yeah. the party. He says to his dad that they broke up because he can't go to New York City. The dad's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're not my caretaker. Yep. You don't need to be here for me. You don't need to be driving that Corolla. And, you know, like all these things you don't need to do. You're stuck on pause and it's not okay. Yeah. And don't let me be the excuse yeah. for this. And he um, gets real drunk for this big audition that he has for the band and he pees on stage. It's pretty Ooh. embarrassing. We get to see his butt. Also, Randall Park can yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. Even like drunk, bu- drunk bad Randall Park, right. I guess, can get it. Ooh. So then like, I don't know. He kind of, Marcus starts turning it around and we get kind of a montage of him like cleaning up his room and like doing stuff while he's leaving her and he's and we get messages messages that he's leaving her these voicemails and it's it's like it's the way that they show passage of time and he's like hey so guess what i moved out of my house i did this i did that the band is doing great we got an online store store. we got a new audition and we killed it the second time after the first time when i peed on stage and you know you see her opening (laughs) the restaurant in new york city he goes to the restaurant in San san francisco to try to find her Veronica's there. He finds I didn't like this, but he finds a whole room I didn't full either. of the merch for his band because she's been buying it up. Bing boom bong logistics with Melody. Yeah. Here's the thing. If it was like maybe like a red bubble situation, but I from what I saw and from all of the merch that they the physical merch that they had throughout the movie, I got the impression that he took over merch and he would be the one writing the addresses on the packages sure. and sending them to places, right? So I was just like, logistically, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Because he would be the one sending all of these things to D'Angelo. It wasn't even the... Yeah, she did it under the name D'Angelo. It's, it's very cute. It, don't you think he'd get that too? But the thing that bothered me was I wanted his band to be actually doing good and actually selling merch. I didn't want Sasha to have been the one to do it. This happened in another book. I I think it might have been like one hot December or something like that, where it turned out Mm -hmm. it was the other person buying the thing or something like weird like that. And it's like you want the person to be succeeding on their own merit, not because the other person did it for them. Yeah. 
I just, I got the impression that they were selling a lot more than that. But yeah, now that I think about it, it was an entire room full of merch. I would have liked it if he went in there and he saw some, like he saw like a poster, like some small collection of his merch because she wanted it because she's a fan instead of she subsidized him as his entire merch shop, you know? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, that convinces him. He's going to go to the grand opening for the for the restaurant in New York City. He goes into the Tom no, Ford. No, no, no. No, he's going to her award. Oh, yeah, her award. She's getting a big yeah. food and wine magazine award. Sorry. So mm-hmm. he goes into Tom Ford to get a suit oh because that's God. where Keanu Reeves said he got his suit. He's like, <laughs> they're like, this is a really good scene. They go up to him and they're it's like, so good. Hi, sir. Is there anything we Hello, can help sir? you with today? And he's like, cut the fucking attitude. I'm here for a suit. Yeah. My friend Keanu Reeves told me to come here. You know him? Do you know him? I punched him in the face. All right. There's like one suit on this display and he's like, that one, I want that one. And the guy's like, all right, sir, would you like any champagne? And he's like, no, of course I want fucking champagne. <laughs> it's great. Pour it. Pour, Pour it, it now. now. <laughs> they put so it on he him. sees the, <laughs> the shirt costs like $10,000. Yeah, he sees the tag for only the shirt that is $12,500. He immediately does a huge champagne spit take. And then he goes, get it off me. It's burning. Burns. It's Burns. burning. Burns. Get off me. So then he goes to suits and stuff and gets two suits for $212.36. Comes with a free belt. <laughs> and then he goes. And two pairs of pants. And he, d- he goes to her thing and he does big gesture. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. And then, but her parents show up at her house too. Oh, and they're yeah, like. Yeah. We know that you didn't support you, burp, 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 but we went to your restaurant and we paid full price. We had so many pictures we could have shown them. We tipped. We tipped. <laughs> I got extra we shrimp. <laughs> it was so good. You know that shrimp yeah. was like $15 on its own minimum. Right. If not like, you know, Per more. shrimp. So anyway, then he shows up and he does this, the, he said, gesture, the grand gesture. Pretends he to be a up. reporter. You know how it goes. He's in the pool of reporters, you guys. And he says... He says, I wanted to do this. I wanted to figure out a way on the plane to say this perfectly, but I'm just going to say it badly because I can't figure it out. I want to be with you. I want to live my life with you. I want to make you laugh and I want to have lots of sex with you. I wish I hadn't said that because I felt like I cheapened it, but I want to have babies yes. with you and I want to do all the things with you and I want to support you I and I want to travel with you. I want to hold you. He says, in conclusion, Sasha Tran. Can I hold your purse? Uh, and she's like, that was the bad way. Uh-huh. Oh, you guys, so I'm I'm getting into pitches only dogs can hear because it's so good. And then he goes to her restaurant and yeah. she shows him that the restaurant is inspired by his mom and their family together and all of her recipes. Did you cry actual tears? No, I kind of felt like, no. <laughs> Guys, the moment that she looked at him and he, she says, this is what I want to do. I want to make food that makes people feel like home. Oh, that was very sweet. But I also kind oh. of felt like I stole all your mom's recipes to make millions of dollars on this restaurant without telling you, you about were, it. I knew you were going to come. And like, yep, I'm making Korean food now and I'm like not Korean. Yeah. And like, there was a lot of that that I was just like, maybe you should have asked first before <laughs> you stole this family's recipes and like <laughs> made a restaurant based off. Uh, like, I don't know. I'm glad they were cool with it, though. No, it's, it's called Judy's Way. Oh, it's like, very sweet. She's so dedicated it's, it's to the lady. It's part of her but background, like, too. But think about this. They were broken up and real pissed at each other when she went to New York and did this and, like, stole this. Yeah. yeah. 
I wouldn't have seen it that way. Plus, they're going to be married but soon, of course so like I communal did. property, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's beautiful, and it's oh, the end. it's so and it ends with like good, the band yeah. is going to do a tour, like a cross country tour, and like end up in New York City, and the band's going to come out, yeah. and do band stuff. So the band's really good. That's right. And the ending credits, the band is so good, are to the best song that is "I Punch Keanu Reeves." That's right. Yeah. Best believe I punched Keanu it's Reeves good. and it was better than any scene you could see in Speed. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <sighs> oh, man. All right. This movie was a delight and a treasure. Treasure. And it's going to be something that I rewatch. I'm going to try to get Michael to watch it, even though I've seen it twice. He was like, oh, yeah. What if we watch that um, Always Be My Maybe movie? And I was like, yeah, I would love that. I've seen it once. I can totally. I shouldn't have told him no, I saw you it. Never tell a man that you've seen it. They always want to show you a new thing. You can never tell a man that you've already seen something. They, it ruins like, it for them. Oh, if you've seen it. No. And then like, I don't need to they see it. They don't want to be shown. They want to show you things. That's my. I was so dumb. Yeah. That's my men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. Uh, <laughs> advice for the hot day. Take? That's my hot take. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you have a lady love? Oh, fuck. You know what? I do. Yeah. Today. I loved myself today. Yeah. Um, I was on a bit of a Skip downward the details, smell. scale. Okay. Right. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was on a bit of a downward slump because like I was on such a big extroverted high after your wedding. Right. Like the whole weekend was just fucking magical. You were goddamn radiant. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was. loved seeing in. Yes. I loved seeing in person that. You know, David loves you the way you deserve to be loved. And it's so, it was so nice to see all of your, all the people I've heard all these stories about. Mm -hmm. And like, I I don't know, it was just, it was just the best, the best time. So then I got home and I was like, oh God, there's real life and stuff. And it was kind of hard. So this morning I did a spa day in a series of stages. I started by it was it was my turn to get up with the kids so I get up with the kids and I started by doing a clay mask while feeding everybody breakfast Xiaomei uh, Valor was very confused by my entire countenance but we we powered through yeah did your and face then, look a little weird and your kid didn't know who you were he, oh I can't yeah, get dogs to love bit. me right now okay <laughs> <laughs> all right and they you were <laughs> they sense by smell okay <laughs> And they're still pretty fucked up by my face. <laughs> you are goddamn beautiful. Was I? That's all I'm saying. <sighs> <sighs> okay, so anyway. Then, when Michael woke up, I I did all of that, and then I did a clarifying shampoo in the shower. Mm-hmm. And then I put on a, a really deep, uh, deep condition, and then I got out, and I put on a moisturizing, like, sheet mask like the one i did on the plane mm-hmm. i know you're horrified by that but i did a sheet well, mask, a on, sheet the plane. mask no on the regrets. plane on the way to the wedding <laughs> hashtag no regrets uh-huh. the the young the young werewolf sitting next to me would not stop smelling my face oh yeah then you have to tell that story <laughs> in the patreon <laughs> i will and then i rinsed it all out and like i just feel like a new clarified exfoliated beautiful goddess yeah. so work some spa time into your day everybody just work it in you know you don't you don't have to take like you know time mm-hmm. if i had been like i need to reserve 45 minutes to do this thing which is what i normally do and then i just end up not doing anything so 
If you've got to do it, you work it in. Yeah. That's my lady love. All right. That's right. I, What's your lady when love? When I covered myself in a blanket <laughs> like um, Michael Jackson's youngest son and went to the movies last Ooh. night, I can't think of anyone else who put a blanket over their face to go outside <laughs> except for that child uh, who's like a grown up Ooh. now. Sorry. What? Th- there's nothing wrong yep. with that kid. He's fine. He's grown up. No, there's not. I just can't help making that sound anytime the words Michael and Jackson are said next to each well, other. He's, this now. person is an independent person in the world right now, and he would appreciate I hear if you. you don't make I hear those you. sounds about him. Blanket Jackson, who has I another wasn't. name. Uh, but I don't Blanket. know what it is. His name was actually Blanket. Was it? it? Ooh. No. I'm going to Google, Google it, it now. But on. anyway, I put a bag over my head yep. and I went to this movie, Booksmart, which was very good. Go see Booksmart. It's like super bad for girls. <gasps> I really want to see that. Yeah. It's very good. Ah. It's very, very cute. Very funny. That was the end That's of it. That's your lady love? Yeah, that was all of it. <laughs> we're on a time crunch. I oh. told you we we're going to get this done in an hour and 30 minutes and it's an hour and 20 and it's going to take at least 20 minutes to say all the places you can find us online. Do you want me to start doing that? <laughs> You no. can find us. I'm so sorry, everyone. Yeah. His name was was Prince Michael Jackson the second. There you go. I don't know why his name was Blanket. Oh, his dad called him Blanket. So it's yeah, of it was a nickname name. because they always put a blanket over his face to take him outside. Oh. Nickname. And that's now my okay. new nickname right. is Blanket. Because that's also <laughs> how I have to go outside so that people don't kill me with pitchforks. You can find us on Instagram <laughs> at Heaving Bosoms, on Twitter at Heaving underscore Bosoms, on Facebook, Heaving Bosoms Podcast. The closed Facebook group is the Heaving Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult. If you'd like to see pictures Melody took with bears at my wedding, that is the place to do it. They're glorious. You can find merch on Redbubble, <laughs> all of our catchphrases made by independent artists named Rachel Ross. Yes made all of our designs are very great red bubble heating bosoms and you can get our extra bonus content like psycho stripper on our patreon which you can find at patreon slash heaving bosoms podcast heaving bosoms podcast there you go yes. or if you go to our website which is heaving you can find links to bonus content the heaving bosoms reading embrace and other joyful things is that it yes yeah, and we're still donating double the new pledges and increased pledges for June and July. So if you're on the fence about Patreon, now's the time. Now's the time. We're it all to the um, Yellowhammer Fund. Yep. All right. I fucking love you. Love you too. I know that we saw each other last weekend, but I just don't believe it's real. And it was really nice to see you again. It was really nice to see you for the first time in like five years. All right. So, um... Keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love Keanu Reeves' thumb. He's so good with his thumbs. <laughs> He's so good with his thumbs and Siberian He's thumbs. So good with his Arctic, terrifying <laughs> Arctic thumbs. All right. Oh, God, it's so scary. <laughs> All, right. All right. I love you, Doug. I love you. Bye. Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. 
We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas. Okay, back to the show. 